Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast, an unofficial Sex and the City podcast, hosted by Paige Clarno and Joe Daniel Montalongo. You switched it up! <laughs> My boyfriend, every single time he listens, he's like, and every time I announce our names, he's always like, I switched it up! <laughs> I love it. One time he was looking at me and I announced my names and he straight up just looked at me. He's like, you switched it up the second you said it. And I was like, <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay. Well, that just reminds me of the time when they started learning my name at the Chipotle and so I had to stop going. So now I'm not going to say it You're anymore. You're disgusting. <laughs> oh, where am I regular? I want to be a regular somewhere. There's this beautiful place here in town called the Cup Cafe. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I love it. They don't know me by name, but they know me and Challen because that's where that's the only place we ever go to breakfast. So every time I go there, when it's not with him, they're like, "Where's where's your boyfriend? Where's your boyfriend?" Oh, cute. And I was like, "Dude, if I was having an affair, you'd make this super hard." <laughs> oh, my are stuck to this chair. Oh my gosh. God, I don't know why you're sitting in that. Because I like to suffer. <laughs> okay, well. God darn these in- beautiful, athletic, Greek-like, god-like. Thighs. No argument here. Boom! Clap the sound of my thighs. The beat goes off. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. The meat goes off. The meat goes off. Anyways, hi, hello, hi. welcome to this podcast. How are you guys doing? I, I still can't hear. They can't talk back to me. No. One of these days, uh, yeah. they're gonna. What when creepy. I couldn't help a podcast becomes I couldn't help a TV show. <laughs> they're gonna be able to talk back, and it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be fucking lit. Anyways, um, a relationship update. Relationship update. So, how is your relationship? Super good. Every time I forget how much I like my boyfriend, he keeps reminding me how much I like him. No. And then this Sunday, this past Sunday, we had a beautiful talk that lasted really, really, really long, but we needed to get some things out. And it was super wonderful the way we did, and he's just so communicative and understandable. And you guys are so adorable. I Disgusting love it. little bitch. And and I'm super excited because next week you guys get to meet him. Yay! Guest star. Guest stars a fucking boyfriend. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> okay, I have no I, idea what that was. I don't know I'm either. Sorry. That's just how I, I want to introduce him to everybody. And just this is my fucking boyfriend. My fucking boyfriend, and he'll just look at you and go, "You switched it up." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Relationship update, Paige. Where are you? Um. So I am. In, in, Pregnant. In. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> 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 All right. Well, well oh, that was too. That was a lot. Man. Well, Joe dies here. Um, it. <laughs> so I, I'm in an interesting little um, Disney kind of uh, thing happening. I can't really call it a relationship. So I've been very 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 casually seeing this guy like maybe once every month or every couple of months since December and so he finally made a cute little PG move on Monday and we moved it up to PG-13 a couple of days later (gasps) Um, but it's still like very very casual and very new but it's nice I was I actually texted Joe a little bit earlier and I was saying that I love this part of just attraction to somebody where you don't know all of their flaws yet you don't know like what makes them angry like all you know is that they like you and you like them and kisses are nice and you don't have to worry about like oh no they're really bad at sex or whatever like it's all 
in that perfect little bubble, and I love it. You're so cute. <laughs> I like knowing what makes people angry. That's my first date. That's my first question on the date. What makes you angry? What makes you angry? <laughs> if it's not the patriarchy. <laughs> <Or> systematic racism. <laughs> I'm out. That's it. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. An interesting, cute little Disney kind of thing going on here. It's cute. Princess Paige. Mm, okay. <laughs> or do you want to be the prince? Oh, no. I'm always a Jewish American princess. <laughs> My whole life. <laughs> what would your Disney princess movie be called? Mm, I don't know. You you choose. Bruh. 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 Who's your favorite Disney princess? Let's play off of that. Um, God, it's so hard. That's so Sophie's choice. It really is because I love Mulan. Okay. Because she's like strong and like even though she you know she goes against societal rules to like protect her father and it's awesome and i love Belle because she reads books and is cute and (laughs) (laughs) and i love ariel because she's a fucking mermaid like it's hard it's really difficult that my one of my favorite posts that i've seen on tumblr recently was Belle singing and it was like and there's the baker with his nasty bread or whatever she sings and then the baker baker with his tray like always and then (laughs) the response was the baker like there goes bell singing her daily mean song about all of us (laughs) i'm true and i was like oh i love that tag yourself on the baker (laughs) oh my god it's true she's kind of a snob that's why i like her too (laughs) you can be beauty and the what is he biologist scientist Yes, he is into the sciences. <laughs> Beauty and the scientist. Yeah, it's true. He did he did this cute thing where he asked me what flavor my lip balm was. Oh, cute. <laughs> Maybe he's gay and that's the only way he could say it. No, it's because he's a scientist and he couldn't he couldn't figure out what flavor it was. So I was going to drive him crazy. <laughs> that's amazing. I want to be eating beauty. <laughs> That sounds like a porn parody. That's not what I meant. It's totally... Instead of sleeping, my ass just eats all the time and waits for my handsome prince to be like, hey. Love it. You can still eat, but like, I'm going (laughs) to save your life. And then I'm like, okay, let me finish my five tacos. (laughs) And then we'll be there. Listen, as soon as we go out for all you can eat sushi and come back, I will sweep you off your feet. (laughs) Someone tried to get me to go to sushi today. And I was like, listen, I already have to go to sushi on Saturday. I'm not trying to go again today. Have to? I hate sushi. I don't... Okay. What? I don't hate sushi. I, I got used to saying I don't hate sushi. I don't care for sushi. I'm never the person that's like, oh my god, you know what I'm in the mood for? Sushi. If sushi is where the group is going, then I will go and I will eat. I like salmon with lemon zest on it. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's my favorite thing in the entire world. But I will never do that. Like, me choosing to. Mm-hmm. And to do it twice in one week. Fair. Do you know what else I could be eating? Yeah, for Anything. that amount of money, especially. Yeah. Yeah. I could go to one taco joint, order up their entire fucking restaurant, mm-hmm. plus a drink, and it's still going to be cheaper than all you can eat sushi. Not wrong. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Deleted. <laughs> deleting this podcast, deleting my life. No, it's fine. Um, So, <laughs> this, uh, this episode is called The Chicken Dance. It is season two, episode seven. Episode seven! Uh, the whirlwind wedding of Miranda's interior decorator makes the girls question their relationships with men. Samantha is running out of men, and Carrie can't leave a toothbrush at Mr. Big's place. Wah, wah, wah. Which is so not true, but we'll get into that. Oh, the way that was explained is ridiculous. Also, I forgot that Samantha had a plot line. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, that's what her thing was about? Yeah. Oh, okay. Pretty much. Cool. Shit, shit, How did that get resolved? It didn't. Deja fuck. 
No, she's Deja just, fuck, dude. She's just going to have to move. Where's she going to move to? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Connecticut. Connecticut. Dude. She's already fucked the guys there, too. <laughs> on SNL, during the Zac Efron episode specifically, there was a segment on Weekend Update, and it was a, it was a guest who I think wasn't on officially like as a reoccurring actor mm. on SNL and she played Andrew Tempora. Oh, now she's now she's on Casual on Hulu, which that show fucks me up. I love it. Mm. Show's real. But um she does reviews on movies and she does it in such an absurd way and it's ridiculous and I love it. But one of her lines was, "Oh, and the haunting of Connecticut." <laughs> What's so scary about Connecticut? <laughs> Losing your Tennis racket or pottery barn? <laughs> Bitch, please. I love it. It's, one of my, it's probably my favorite segment of SNL ever of all time. I love it. I'll have to check that out. Sorry. I keep getting distracted. You're totally fine. You're cute. Um, so we open up the episode with Miranda furnishing her apartment just because she has a guest coming. And I couldn't help but wonder. Ugh. <laughs> Throws up. <laughs> but, like, do people do things just for guests? Like, do they buy things especially for guests? Because I totally don't. From a Latino culture, I can tell you that moms, moms will fucking redo the entire house. They will go out and buy things that are unnecessary. Like dancing frog sculptures. Like dancing frog sculptures. (laughs) To impress the people that are coming over. Mm. Me as a person. One, no one's coming over. Never. <laughs> Two, if you are coming over, it's a take it. Take it or leave it. Right. Yeah, usually I'm like, hey, look, if you're coming over and I happen to have wine, then good for you. You get a glass of wine. But otherwise, merp, 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 don't like it. Um, yeah, I don't know anybody that tries to... My sister. My sister does. My sister's very one of those. She wants to impress other people. That's cute. But other than that, no. Nobody yeah. that I know. I can't buy stuff and clean. It's my thing. I can't buy stuff. I'm poor. Yeah, well, that too. But <laughs> the, the real minimalist, like... The real minimalist life. The real minimalist life. I'm just like, I really just don't want to buy anything is what the problem is. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I have nice things. They're already here. I'm not buying other things that are maybe less quality. I'm done. I like practical things. A nice bed, practical. Mm-hmm. A couch. <laughs> see my specific couch that I want that I've seen before in my entire life you can't lay down on it it's a sit only couch and I absolutely love it I hate laying down on couches hmm. and I hate other people laying down on my couch because then it makes them all nasty and soft no I want a nice not stiff mm. but like a nice stiff couch that you sit on <laughs> and that's it and then I can't do decorations because I'm like literally what am I going to do with this candle holder I don't like candles <laughs> What am I going to do with this end table? Yeah. See, I have a problem with... I have a bunch of big pieces of art in storage, and they're way too big for my small apartment, and so I feel like my apartment is literally just, like, my picture of the the, the Veronica Mars Kickstarter poster. Yes! Like, that's literally all that I have up, and I feel like garbage, but if I, I feel like if I put up my big pieces of art, people would think I was super-duper crazy. So? <laughs> Just because they're huge and weird. And in a big house, they were fine. It's a statement. True. (laughs) We'll see. I'll go and get them. And then the next time you come over for the podcast, you'll be like, what is this nonsense? Get it out of here. Speaking of nonsense. (laughs) 
Oh, no, we brought well, it back well, to well. nonsense. The turntables. <laughs> um, Miranda's interior designer has mm-hmm. garbage taste. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we we're based like making fun of while we were talking about our personal taste mm-hmm. is the fact that this bitch has nasty taste. Yes. But Miranda's getting her house ready because she has a friend in London, London, England, <laughs> who's coming back to the states to look for a job, and she's trying to impress him because their messages have been been flirty. So she's like, "Oh, while well, he's living here, I'm gonna impress him, and then he's gonna fall in love with me and marry me." Mm-hmm. But what happens? What happens is that um, the interior designers walks in and you immediately, it's so obvious that they just intensely fall for each other. And I literally like said out loud, well, they'll be married by the morning, like enchanted style. (laughs) And then the next scene, Miranda is throwing a going away party for that same guy because he's leaving her apartment. And he announces that him and the girl are getting married. And then Paige is like, I called it! (laughs) I knew it! Son of a bitch! And um, this leads the girls to discuss um, love at first sight. And they do the whole cheesy interview, please, God, will this be over soon? Please, God. (laughs) Of, like, talking straight to camera. Ugh. Um, but they ask We're almost a bunch. done with it, right? Yeah, Season three is when they stop? I think so. Um, but yeah, so they ask everybody, do you believe in first sight? Hilarious answers, but I want to know yours. Most definitely not. You don't think, you don't no. believe in love at first sight? How can you love something you don't understand? What if I, you never, I mean, I don't know if you can fully understand But you know either. something, like a person, Fair. like a, specifically a person. Mm-hmm how do you love this person just on how they look like because mm-hmm. is that really love is that can you get married to someone just based on someone that um, based on what someone looks like mm-hmm. i mean well yes obviously yes, you can but would you want to no you want to get to know them right you want to get to know their takes how mm-hmm. well you like have chemistry together things like that mm-hmm. i think it's ridiculous that you can fall in love sorry love at first sight if people have a, like experienced that before mm-hmm. i'm not shitting on their experiences i would like to talk to them and get to know like what was it how mm-hmm. what was it about them can you tell me something because so far i'm just like dude no i think you're lying hmm. you love the way that person looks and that's it yeah i as garbage as he is i agree with big when he says i believe in lust at first sight yep because absolutely absolutely i totally i think lust at first sight is an absolute thing that happens and if it grows into something more that's awesome but at first you did not love them Mm-mm. how yeah. could you have yeah and i think you can be attracted to someone sure if you see them like engaging in a certain activity you're like oh i admire that about them mm-hmm. but you don't know them yeah how do you fair. love a person you don't know yeah i mean it's true i can't argue that <laughs> I like i don't that's just that's just how i've always thought so i'm like yeah Sometimes you don't even like the people you know. How are you going to fall in love with someone you don't yeah, know right. at all? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I don't <coughs> I don't believe in it. I 100% believe in lust at first sight. And it may be growing into something more. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But um, on the other side, mm-hmm. Carrie's having her own little thing. So, what is she having, babe? Well, Carrie is, has accidentally forgotten to bring her overnight bag to Mr. Biggs for some reason. and Slutty. And so she asks... And, asks him if he has a spare toothbrush and that she'll bring him another one and he i'm sorry he takes out oh he takes out 
one of the really they're expensive like those sonicare toothbrushes right and just takes out a spare one and gives it to her i'm like those things are like 25 dollars each practically what are you doing like i you big you're makes not, enough money he does not give a fuck you're not married though i wouldn't give that to anybody <laughs> <laughs> I so wouldn't I if somebody came over and they were like hey do you have anything I'd be like hey I got some mints <laughs> do it up yo I'm not here going- you go don't no, no I'm not gonna give you my, my spare fucking toothbrush head. have you ever let anyone who spent the night use your toothbrush no gross <gasps> that's super gross I've never let anybody ever in my entire life use my toothbrush that's wild I think it's gross it's, that's my mouth and my teeth not but no. have you been inside their mouths fair but no but no. i haven't been inside their mouth and then have their mouth and all of the stuff that came out of it inside me get that's gross then you're <laughs> getting gross and i yeah no i do not i do not share i love people use my toothbrush i will never use your toothbrush i promise you What's funny though is I'm one of those people that just goes ham on my teeth when I'm tooth like when I have the when when I'm brushing my teeth, mm-hmm. so then my like the bristles are all fucked up. <laughs> Looks like I've just been like cleaning shoes with my fucking bristles; they're all fucked up. <laughs> and then people who are like, oh, can I use your toothbrush? And I'm like, here you go. And they're like, never mind. <laughs> oh. just, okay, just fucking kidding. Yeah, so she's having some sort of existential fucking crisis because, dear God, why? He's so sweet. He gave me his spare toothbrush. And she puts both of them side by side without brushing her teeth. She like, just wanted the aesthetic. On the counter. Dead ass, right? you bet. If this show is going on right now, mm-hmm. she would have set those two on the counter and taken a Snapchat and sent it to her girls. 100%. 100%. Yep. Gross. Yep, totally would. Post it on Insta? Mm-hmm. No, not like that. No, not like that. She's preserved about that. But she would 100% send it to the girls. Yeah, for sure. On Snapchat. I know that I, I I posted a fun Snapchat this morning about how how there's there's this great life hack that I just found out where you just wear your workout clothes to the hookup and then when you're coming home in the morning people just assume you're coming back from a freaking exercise class and boom fooled every single neighbor I had that morning. Snapchat has this new feature where it'll essentially show where you are on a map. Mm-hmm. So, like, if people are trying to see, like, your story of a certain event, like, they'll see where you are so they can go to that event or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't turn off when you're just at events. Like, you have to physically turn it off. Oh. Otherwise, it shows you just when you're at home or where you are at any given point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, nope, do not need this update. Turn this shit mm-hmm. off. I don't need nobody knowing where I am at right. any point. Yeah, no, that's okay. Although, when I am going out on dates with guys that I don't know, um... I will send my location until the end of the night to at least two people. I appreciate that. I feel like that's safe with anything. Whenever mm-hmm. I go on road trips, I always let my family know mm-hmm. where I'm going and I drop a pin there. And then whenever, except with my current boyfriend, every day that I've gone on, I'm like, oh, I've told my, at least my best friend. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is where I will be. Check in on me, please. Mm-hmm. The first time I went on a date with my boyfriend, I didn't tell anybody. Aww. It was weird. He was weird. He was No, he wasn't weird. The situation was weird. He I went to a play. I don't think I've ever talked about this. No, you um, tell the story. I went to a play with two of my friends mm-hmm. and he was ushering for the play. And we had made plans to see each other later that night. No, I don't think we had made plans. I think it we just both knew we were gonna be in the same location. Mm-hmm. And then I was running late, obviously. Yes. And then he told me later, he was like, I was freaking out the entire time because I was like, 
I was going to see you in person. I had prepared myself this entire time, but you weren't showing up. Aww. And I was like, dude, I was running late. Like, that's me. That's who yeah. I am. That should have set you up for who I am as a person. Right. Welcome to the relationship. And then I met him in a second because I was like, oh, hi. It's nice to meet you face to face. The show was about to start. So I'm like, I need to go. Aww. And so then we walk out and I'm dropping a friend off. And then it's like 11 o'clock. And then I message him I'm like, what are you doing? Now that we've seen each other, like, what are you doing? Do you want to go get dinner? Mm-hmm. We went to Gold and Silver. Yeah. Which is, like, a super skeezy, sketchy dive bar. Not I've, dive bar. Dive diner. I feel like um, Gold and Silver is almost the equivalent of um, one of... I don't know if we've gotten to We've gotten to it. The episode where... Um, where Big takes Carrie to, like, the Chinese food place. And yeah. And runs into somebody who, like, and he's embarrassed to be with her. And so he takes her to that place. Yeah. I feel like gold and silver is almost like that, except for the fact that everyone does that. And, so and everybody's there. Yeah, so literally everybody's there. Like, everyone's going to see you with that person, so that's not a thing. But, like, it almost... it's that it, it, kind feel, of, it has that atmosphere. Yeah, it has that aesthetic. We went to that dinner, and then we finished eating. He had, like, a pancake or two. And then I fucked it up with, like, a big old meal. <laughs> and then I paid for his meal because it's a pancake. What was it, like, 50 cents? And he was like, oh, my God, what a gentleman. I was like, it's a Aww. fucking pancake. That's cute, though. And, like, your standards are super low. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. <laughs> Celebrating like, mediocrity. And then I, I, was, I wasn't ready to call it. And I'm like, I still want to hang out. And then at that time, I was working at an office for an insurance company. And then I was like, hey, do you want to go to my office building and watch Scream Queens? <laughs> so we went over there and watched, like, an episode. And I'm like, I'm in love with this show. You need to watch the entire thing. And then we watched it. And I was like, wow, this is my first date. And until uh-huh. anybody was happening, I didn't check in to nowhere with nobody. Mm. He could have murdered me for all I know. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and that's the first step of him letting me down. <laughs> I did not die. <laughs> yeah, but it was a great first date. And we were actually talking about it earlier today. And I was like, yeah, that was weird. Everything we did was weird. I don't know how it worked out. I don't know how we became in a relationship, but it did. And I'm very thankful for it. That's so cute. I love that. Gross. Ew, I said that all it's out loud. It's super great. I'm I so glad it. I have a tan. You can't tell I'm blushing. <laughs> I want to tell, I want to ask him to tell the story when he comes. Oh my God, gorgeous. And then like, see the differences. Like, <gasps> the affair. I'll tell him. I'll tell him that he can't listen to this episode. Yes. Until after he's been on it. And, and be like, tell us about your first date. Yeah. What if I fucked up and that wasn't our first date? And he tells a completely different story. That would be great. Ah! Tell him, I'm so excited. Tell him never to listen to them. To I'll this text podcast. him right now. Yeah, no listening. Oh, that's going to be fantastic. I'm excited. <laughs> anyway, back to the episode. Um, <coughs> so I, I had to write this down because I thought it was hysterical because the bride-to-be asks Carrie to write a love poem for the wedding. And she's, they don't even know each other. They don't even know each other, but she's super offended because somebody's asking her to do her fucking job. Ooh, okay, TBA. That's not her job. No, but it's still something she loves to do. Like, if somebody was In like, In a situation, hey, she's a columnist. She is not a poet. And the girl wants her to write a poem. Right, but it's still, it's something she does. It's right. like when you're at, like, a... Um, I'd like a dinner party or something like that and somebody because they go to those because we go to those and like somebody mentions that they're a doctor and somebody's like oh well 
I just happen to have oh, this, yeah. like, rah, okay. rah, rah, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay. Like, it's just, it happens, and embrace it. She's just so fucking offended by it, and I thought that it was dumb. The girl also says that she's a big fan of Carrie and her column, so it would be, like, an honor for Carrie to write something for her. Right. So that bleeds into that yeah. feeling. Um, and I, <laughs> I wrote down this line because I thought it was so great. They were talking about... Um, Samantha and how she met a person at the engagement party and fucked them. Um, and I, I don't remember, like, what Charlotte said, but uh, Carrie responded, Toto, we aren't in single digits anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. That's the title I, of it. I thought that was so fantastic. I'm like, every once in a while, they knock it out of the park with the lines, with the one-liners. Of course, this wasn't written by Darren Star, so of course it's a little So, of course better. it's good. Yep, so shout out to uh, Cindy Chipak. That's I guess. offensive. I, that's what it says. I cannot believe you call her a shipback. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> oh my gosh, anyways. Um, um, so, Samantha, about that same guy, is hooking up with him, and then he has a similar trait to someone she has had sex with before. And then she was like, wait, have we had sex before? She, he's like, yeah, like 15 years ago. And this just throws Samantha through a loop because mm-hmm. she feels like she's running out of men to fuck but, with yeah. in New York. Which is fair. Which, like, damn, that is an impressive fucking pussy. If you can go through the entirety of all men in New York. I mean, in 15 years? That shouldn't take that long, right? There's new. There's I mean, constantly new men coming in. Yeah, but there's constantly new men coming in and out of her, too. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean... Delete your account. Delete your account. Uh, And Charlotte's like just so up in arms about everything. She's so sad single. I hate single Charlotte. She's such a jerk face. I hate single Charlotte. I hate married Charlotte. I I hate hate dating Charlotte. I hate mama Charlotte. Yeah. I know. It's hard. (laughs) It's hard. And then so Big um, is kind of making fun of her for having to write the poem. And then she informs him that he's not invited to the wedding. And then the very next scene, she tells him that his name is on the invitation. How the fuck did we get there? I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know. I shouted you out once, Cindy, but now I'm calling you out. What is that? <laughs> like, what the fuck? What the fuck, Cindy? What the fuck, Cindy? Damn it. Like, this is really bad writing now. Come on. Like, that was, like, literally two scenes ago. What's wrong with you? Um, So I thought that was ridiculous. And so I have this note. Big Big gives her a toothbrush. She swoons, but won't invite him to the wedding. Then gets upset when he won't sign the card for the gift for the wedding. Then gets upset when he leaves the... Okay, actually, this is garbage of him to leave and come back maybe possibly hours later. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's a while later. Yeah, it's a really, really long time later. And I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, especially in the middle of her poem, which he said that he wouldn't miss for the world. And I feel like... I feel like this is bad writing for the character. Because I feel like no one writes for Big as an actual person. They write for him as a caricature. Big isn't a person. He's not a Big real... Big is Mr. Big. That's why Mr. Big doesn't have a name. Well, he does eventually. But, like, yes. It's... I don't like it. I don't like the, um... It's like when we talked about how... How we feel like... Um... Like, when you're online dating, that they're not real people... You know that you just keep swiping, and it's not like I feel like he's one of he's he's a swipe. 
He's not a real person. Just out. Yeah. But he doesn't have a dog in his photo. No. So he's out. Or or climbing a mountain. Or holding a fish. <laughs> his bio is just like... He just has a blank bio. It's just his name, his age, and like two photos. Right. One of them is a stock image from like a portfolio meeting. So I I came I came across a um an <laughs> on on OKCupid the other day and oh my god I laughed until I fucking cried because his um actually it was Bumble I'm sorry no. and it literally his in his bio it says six four rough sex must love hammocks i'm in and i literally said to myself out loud all at once <laughs> <laughs> i'm like that's intense yo that's a really big hammock also dangerous <laughs> it's just and i love that i'm sorry i just wanted to share that because i thought it was fantastic and I'll actually, you know what? I'm gonna screenshot it, and that's gonna be our social media for this episode. Oh God, yes, please, yes, yes, yes. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. So great. So, um, I, so we, what is it? Okay, Charlotte. Charlotte is one of the bridesmaids. Who cares? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a point to make. Charlotte, okay. Charlotte's one of the bridesmaids, um, and she meets one of the groomsmen and feels obligated to join in some sort of whirlwind romance with him they're like kind of sort of cute about it but also kind of disgusting about it because they literally just met and ew they go to um decorate the the like honeymoon suite and end up fucking in the honeymoon suite and i was just thinking about like my my new relationship thingy and Charlotte fucking someone after meeting them and being with them for like maybe a couple of hours and I'm like we live in a world where I am more chaste than Charlotte York kill me kill me <laughs> Just, you said that out loud and I was like ooh I'm like ooh. fuck's sake <laughs> I'm so mad about it so true to form at the end of the episode Carrie gets passive aggressive and cranky with Big. Big, of course she does. Yeah, Big calls her out on it. She makes some half-assed excuse, and this is what pisses me off about Carrie is that she brings up the wrong things. Like she didn't bring up the fact that he walked out on her poem. She brings up the fact that he wouldn't sign the card. Like, out of all of those things, what is more important? The fact that he didn't. He said he was going to support you. That he was coming to support you, and then he didn't. But here's the thing. Mr. Big has continuously let her down. Mr. Big has not changed. No. And he, he has not changed. But Carrie's he will for a little bit just to, like... Appease her. Yes, exactly. But not enough to be like, oh, I'm changing as a person. He's like, no, this is who I am. Right. Carrie keeps getting upset over these things where she's like, oh, this is what I expect from this person. This is what I expect from this person. And then it doesn't happen. And then she gets super upset, doesn't talk about the, what the real issue is. Yep. So that continues being a problem. So even if Big were trying to change to, like, be nice to her, she's not changing a goddamn thing. Mm. She's not growing as a person. She's still setting up those expectations, being disappointed, being upset with Big, but also not cutting Big off, still going back. Yeah. Like, it's Carrie, fuck you. Yeah. You don't get to be sad when you're the one who's making yourself sad. 
Yeah, she is. She's a she's a train wreck. And you know what? I identify with that sometimes. Oh, <laughs> you don't get to be sad if you make yourself sad, right? No, it's true though. Like, and I like I get that. I'm just one of those people that's an overthinker, and so Challen Challen is an overthinker. Oh, it's so hard. I'm not satisfied until all of the thoughts have been thought. <laughs> it's so funny because I'll be I'll be like busy for something. I already hate texting. I hate texting. But I'll, like, be busy. My boyfriend will text me. And I'll take my two hours to respond. Mm -hmm. And then during that time, he's like, does he just not want to talk to me? Is he mad at me? Did I say something wrong? Blah, blah, blah. Wait, but you hate phone calls more, right? Uh, I hate phone calls more if they're not to a point. Like, if it's a, hey, this is what we're going to do, I prefer that over 16 messages. I prefer a phone call. Okay. But just as a phone call, like, hey, what are you doing? What's going on? What's up? What's your life like? Like, I'm not time for this. Okay. It was really funny because today we were, um, so we were running late and, uh, Marky actually like picks the, picks up her phone and I'd see her dial somebody like on, like on speaker. And I was like, who the fuck are you calling? She's like, I'm calling Joe Daniel. And I was like, he's not going to answer. And literally just as I said, he's not going to answer. It went to voicemail. Okay. But here- <laughs> and I was like, what did I say? Here's- Text the boy. Here's the thing. And he'll get back to you in two hours. What? And he'll get back to you in two hours. And then we'll get back to you in two hours. Here's the thing. I had ju- I just got my new phone today. Mm-hmm. So I was setting it up during our <laughs> rehearsals because I'm like, oh, I don't need to be on my phone during rehearsals. I need to be doing this. So I, this is a perfect time to right. set my phone up. Yeah. And then for some reason, calls weren't coming through specifically. So I was like, oh, I can't get this because I also had another gentleman call me and ask like, hey, am I supposed to be there or not? Mm-hmm. And Marquis, who is part of the show that I'm stage managing for, tried to call me. I didn't get the message, or mm-hmm. I didn't get to, I didn't get the call. Mm-hmm. I just got her like passive aggressive <laughs> thing when she came in. She's like, "Oh, thanks for answering my phone call." And I'm like, nah. "Did you call?" <laughs> she got all upset about it. So I'm sorry. That's uh, that really was funny. that's a defense. But it, if my phone was working and an actor who is calling me about the show that we're currently rehearsing for for a scene that she's currently in had mm-hmm. called me, I would have answered and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Fair. But back to my boyfriend. He'll yes. just think about all these things and then I'll respond. And he's right. like, well, it took him two hours to like respond. I'm going to be petty and not respond oh. within this many times. And I don't think anything of it. I'm just like, oh, he's busy. Yeah. Because like I view things the way that things happen to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, he's busy. So obviously he's not going to respond right now. That's totally fine. But then he'll get upset that I'm not upset. <laughs> he's Carrie. Like, oh, I didn't even know you were mad. He's fucking Carrie. <laughs> oh my God, I'm doing Okay, Bradshaw, congratulations, you're Mr. Big. Ugh. It's better than being Mr. Pussy, I guess, right? I, I'll be big. He's yeah. consistently an asshole. He's about himself. He knows what he wants and what he doesn't want. You're Mr. Big! I am Mr. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go. I have to go. No wonder he can't read the show. Oh my god. <laughs> he did it! Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so glad I'm not on drugs because my heart would have stopped. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I wish I was successful. That's the one part of it that I'll take. Right? Like, fuck, if I want to be everything else, might as well. Mm hmm. Oh, that would be nice. (laughs) What am I saying? I'm I'm Carrie, so. Oh my god. I know. Oh my god. Tom and I are Carrie, and you're Mr. Big. We're cute. (laughs) I need to break up. I know. When's Aiden come in? I'm out. I need, does... I need to take a sabbatical. <laughs> God, I hope soon. Probably soon. I'm sure they'll break. I mean, look at that. They almost broke up this episode. She was they so, almost break up every she episode. She was so petty and bullshitty. I hate her. I hate her so much. I okay. love my boyfriend. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I like I do. I get the overthinking thing so <laughs> much, though. Like I, I identify with Sean so hard on that. Okay, and like it's not fair to like blame you for your problems because if it's if that's who you are, that's how your brain works, and mm-hmm. that's how it goes. How do you turn that shit off? You don't. That's the problem with life is that you can't turn it off. I can't turn off the overthinking. Chill out. Yeah, I don't do that. I know, that's why you don't chill out. Right. No, I sleep. That's what I do. That's how I decompress, is I sleep so that my subconscious makes some fun, thinly veiled symbolism about my life and helps me work it out. Chow would be asleep all the time. if he was. That's how we try to get over overthinking. I would sleep all the time. If somebody would let me, I would sleep all the time. It would be fantastic. I just saw but- one of my nuts fall out. <laughs> I'm glad so, that I wasn't with I'm wearing super short shorts and I'm not wearing underwear because that's the kind of person that I am. Mm-hmm. Paige has a full length wall mirror that we've discussed. Yeah, Liberace apartment. And, <laughs> and I'm sitting in front of it and I just open my legs because it is fucking hot up in this bitch. And I just literally saw one of my testicles. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm a good girl. I'm going to cover that shit up. <laughs> is it really that hot? I'll turn up the AC next that's time. It's fine. Anyways. But yeah, so they they make up, of course, and they walk off into the sunset with their like foot and a half of space between how tall he is and how short she is. And what did we learn? Never date tall dudes. <laughs> the came of this episode. No, there yeah, there was no resolution. There was no real anything except for some people find people and other people will get jealous of that. I feel like that's it. That's, so that's it. it. That's the lesson. That's it. Okay, cool. I'm so glad I learned so, this. Thank you, Sydney yeah. Shipback. <laughs> I don't hate women. <laughs> I just hate specific people. <laughs> I don't hate Cindy. I just didn't learn anything from her. Thank you, Cindy. Yeah, thank you, Cindy, for a well-ish written, but ultimately just... Disappointing. It's like, it was like cotton candy, you know? You just shove a bunch of it in your mouth and there wasn't as much as you thought there was. <laughs> Are you a writer? Am I a writer? You should write a poem for my wedding. Okay, I will. <laughs> Hickory dickory duck. <laughs> it's all about the cock. It's all about the cock. Boom. Congratulations, Challen and Jamesy. <laughs> 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 all right guys well that was our episode if you love us uh rate us on itunes if you hate us keep that shit to yourself nobody likes <laughs> where, where did we just hear that <laughs> comedy of errors i totally stole comedy that from Bears. chase mckenna sorry i was like i just heard that yeah. that, was, that was the one part i was awake for oh damn no tea no shade i was just sleepy that day okay and then i finally got to sit down and i was like <laughs> and then I woke up and I was like, oh. <laughs> I kept trying. <laughs> I also did that. I went to go watch Wonder Woman again and I was super excited to go there. But the second I sat down, I was like, <clears throat> oh my God, really? And I was out and then I was like, <clears throat> oh and then I woke up again and I was like, all right, I'm cool. And then it was like, it was the first 20 minutes that I was like in and out of sleep and then the entire movie. And then it got to the end finale battle and I was like, cool, sick. <clears throat> oh man. And then I woke up and I was like, <clears throat> and I was like oh, did he do this? <clears throat> I was out. The new, so the new dude night, um, last night. He made me watch Batman vs. Superman because I hadn't seen it yet. The, BVS, the, Dong of Justin. Yes. <laughs> and I, it was so funny. I was so glad, actually, that I watched Wonder Woman before I watched Batman vs. Superman. So I could be like, ah, there it is! Like, and at least now the bookends make sense because that was the only part that I disliked about Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Was the was like the, the bookend of, of the picture. And I was like, Why? 
Like, this is boring. Just get to the, like, the good, good crap. The good shit. Yeah, like, get to the good shit. But now I'm like, I get it. I understand. <laughs> it was actually a really, really good um, movie. I really enjoyed it. But I made a joke, and he didn't laugh, and so I think we're going to have to break up. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> because it was like, and I'm mean, spoiler alert. <coughs> you haven't seen Batman vs. Superman, if you haven't, then Jesus, what's your problem? Okay, yeah, I think you're a little too late. Um, but anyway, um, it's where the Russian dude, who is probably a comic book character, and I'm just not gonna fuck with his name. He's Russian. Russian. Yeah, he's this, Ru- this Russian dude, and he's about to push the informant chick off of the platform in front of the train and kill her. But he was Russian. This I know. And so... During Batman vs. Superman? Yeah. I don't remember this part at all. But okay, okay, well, we watched the three-hour version, so it's quite possible that he got cut off of the real version. He's gonna put her in front of the train track? Yeah, he, like, goes and he, like, it's about to, like, push her in front of... Is that of the beginning? Tra- middle? And- mm, towards the end, but more near the middle. Okay, I'm so sorry. Keep okay, but anyway, so, yeah, Russian dude... It's like shoves shoves this girl this lady in front of a train and like he's like creeping up behind her and the train's coming and she's looking uneasy and I'm like oh shit he's gonna push her in front of the train Das Vidanya Felicia <laughs> <laughs> and that is the response that I was looking for and I got nothing so we're breaking up so future relationship update. <laughs> Anyway, that is our episode. Um, if you if you like us, yes, please rate us on iTunes. Um, and you we- can find us online on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. We swear on Chanel. You can send us an email, send us your bad dates, or just opinions or things you have to say. Tell us, do you believe in love at first sight? Do you carry a little black book about all your past endeavors? romantic endeavors let us know i couldn't help a podcast at gmail.com uh-huh. i'm dying <laughs> okay. you can also find us on facebook i couldn't help a podcast you know whatever yeah perfect so next week we are doing episode eight the man the myth of Vi- the viagra and we're bringing in Chowlin to guess so it's gonna be fantastic okay tag yourselves <laughs> who is the man who is the myth and who is the viagra perf um, That's, uh, we'll figure it out next yeah, episode. We're gonna Stick around to find out who's who. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Well, have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, whatever it is for you. <laughs> anyway. Have a good. Have a good. And remember, always, always wear, wear a condom. condom. Bye. Bye.